The views and content expressed on the following program are provided solely for informational and entertainment purposes. They do not constitute legal advice. A podcast is not a substitute for retaining a competent, licensed attorney to advise you on your specific legal situation. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the show. You are listening to the Break the Business Podcast. I'm Ryan Carella, and it is a pleasure to have you here this week. Our guest this week on the program is the CEO of AmplifyX, a platform that allows investors to directly fund the careers of musicians while allowing musicians to retain control over their intellectual property and career decisions. AmplifyX will be engaging in a full launch soon, and you can find out more about the platform and our guest's work by visiting www.amplifyx.com. We are happy to welcome Adam Cowherd onto the Break the Business podcast. Hi, Adam. Hey, Ryan. Thank you so much for having me today. So excited to have you. This is going to be so cool. I love uh, hearing about anybody sort of talking about the the VCification of the music industry. And so I'm interested in learning more about AmplifyX. But first, I'd like to learn more about you because your background is pretty interesting in terms of finding your way into the music business because you didn't seem to start out that way. You started out in the hard sciences. You were studying engineering physics at the University of Michigan. Then you moved into business working at Goldman Sachs, and then you were at Ernst & Young. I got to know, can you, can you tell us a bit about how you, how you got interested in the music industry? What drove you into this sector of the business world? Absolutely, Ryan. So music is something that's always been a passion of mine. Since I picked up my first guitar at age 14, it's been kind of a love affliction. But I knew from a young age, was never going to be a rock star. So that's what led me into the hard sciences and then into the business and finance realms. So when I, about two years ago, I was given the opportunity by Ernst & Young to move out to Los Angeles to help them build out their innovation capability. So building incubators and accelerators and launching new products and services for Fortune 500s is what that means. And during this time period, I became friends with a lot of people in Los Angeles who worked in the music business. So artists, engineers, producers, et cetera, and picked up a copy of Donald Passman's book, Everything You Need to Know About the Music Industry. The Bible. And that became my Bible, <laughs> where it, it put everything in such a simple to understand way. And it led me to seeing a massive opportunity in artist financing because it's something that hasn't really been revolutionized in the last 80 years since the record industry was really set up. Well, I like to talk more about that because that's, that's really what this all comes down to, right? Is you identified a problem and you wanted to solve it and mm -hmm. you could bring your business background and your love of music to bear in making that happen. So let's talk about that problem for a second, because it seems like the main mission of AmplifyX is you want to, you want to have this platform that's going to empower musicians and investors to create a more efficient and effective way to fund the careers of musicians. And that begs the question, what is it about the current ways that we're funding musicians' careers that is so inefficient and ineffective to you? What problem are you trying to solve? So what I want to solve is democratizing access to the industry, where it's truly democratic, the process where fans and investors are who actually power these musicians' careers. And 
in addition, that's giving these fans and investors access to a completely uncorrelated asset class that is experiencing massive growth, especially around the digital streaming and digital store sectors. So I thought that was just the perfect opportunity. And then with Obama finally allowing people to, the average everyday person to invest into privately held companies through the Jobs Act regulation, I thought that this would be a perfect use case for them. Oh, without a doubt. And it, it's, an, it's an exciting prospect. And yeah, before we talk more about how AmplifyX works in, in terms of the nuts and bolts of it, I'd like to take a step back with what you were talking about earlier, which is the regulatory climate that allows something like this to happen. Because even a few years ago, the idea of just sort of having this efficient mechanism where any any music fan could directly invest and fund the career of a musician just didn't exist. And as a lawyer, I think of all of the the alphabet soup of regulations that's involved in investing with like FINRA and the SEC and everything. So uh, talk to me a little bit more about like what's happened in the last couple of years that's made this idea of directly funding the careers of musicians a reality. Absolutely. So like I mentioned, the JOBS Act is what allowed people to invest into privately held companies. And these privately held companies can really do anything. So an artist is really just an entrepreneur. They've got a business, they have content and offerings, and they derive revenue through different mediums, whether it's streaming, touring, merchandise sales, things of that nature. So when we came up with the idea for Amplify, we'd seen that music royalties have been something sold to institutional money and labels for many, many decades. So why not give that opportunity to the average person? And because of my background in finance, I knew that this is a highly regulated industry. So even though our technology has actually been built since last year, we've been going through the process with both FINRA and the SEC to make sure that we're fully compliant. Because we've noticed that a lot of the players in this space haven't done this. And we wanna make sure that we're getting the best investors. And to do that, we need to build consumer confidence and trust. So becoming licensed and registered with FINRA and SEC was the way to do that. That's awesome. All right. I'm excited now. I have to hear about what this looks like on the ground. Let's talk a bit about how AmplifyX works. All right. I want to know about how this platform is going to operate on the day-to-day basis to connect investors, musicians. Let's let's do it this way, okay? Mm -hmm. Let's say I'm an indie artist. I'm making music. I have a fan base and looking for ways to bring money into my career to to fuel the initial investment. I don't want to go to something like a record label that's going to make me give up my masters and give up 90 cents on the dollar to any, you know, every dollar that I make. Mm-hmm. What can I do with Amplify X to get that funding directly from fans? What does that look like? So, the first step of course is going to be to apply right at our website where we don't want where we want artists who do like you said have an existing fan base who have those people that they can call on, in addition, have already showed some product market fit. And if you apply at our website and then we deem that it's gonna, it looks like it could be a potential good fit, we're going to start having conversations. What, how much are you looking to raise? What are your stats today? What do your royalty statements look like? Do they justify the raise amount that you want to raise? And then starting, to, we come up with a deal that makes sense for both parties and for the investors because we want to make sure that everybody, this is a deal where everybody wins. And from that process, 
if we agree on deal terms, we would go, we would sign in a listing agreement. We would file some forms with the SEC and FINRA that we would help you with. And probably within a month, your deal is going to be live on our platform where people can go in and invest. And we've partnered with leading banking partners who provide all of the different services from payment processing to escrow to just making and ensuring that all the money is going to the right places and there's no sort of fraud or anything like that going on. So the income that a potential investor could receive from this, Mm -hmm. is it only just the streams from the royalty streams from say, or sorry, the royalties from say streaming services or is it potentially a larger universe of revenue streams that an artist might be able to uh, accumulate? So for our MVP, we wanted to make sure that it was very transparent and easily collectible. So we want to, we're initially just staying with streaming royalties and digital music sales, mm-hmm. downloads and such. Sure. Because that way, everybody has full insight into exactly what they own, how much, and that data is available through third-party APIs that we can check to make sure that the royalty statements line up with. Definitely, that's you know much easier to track, much mm-hmm. easier to quantify. And you said that's the minimum viable product, the MVP. So, mm-hmm. does that suggest that you know in future incarnations of this, you might see investment vehicles coming into existence that encompass a broader swath of an artist's revenue streams down the road? Potentially, I of course. Touring is not an industry right now because of COVID. That's true. But when that comes back, that's what majority of artists actually make their money from. So if they actually wanted to, but national tours are also very expensive. So you could do something similar where it's a revenue share on an actual tour, or you could do something with merchandising. There's a lot of different products and services, each one that could be very, that will be very clearly articulated in the offering materials. But that's a little ways away. For now, we wanted to focus on streaming, especially because of the massive growth in the market. I love it. And what I, what I also love about it is I feel like as more of these players get into the space, as, as more companies like yours are emerging that are creating this option, and as I feel like it's not only just going to change the way that we fund musicians, But it could potentially change the very nature of music fandom, where Mm -hmm. being a fan of an artist isn't just going to be about buying an artist's music, but artists can take a direct stake in the future of the artists, the musicians that they love. That seems really exciting to me. You know, we we often talk about uh, fans kind of, you know, having a piece of an artist's career, but we always just sort of Mm -hmm. mean that symbolically. And with platforms like this, it could mean it literally. Like, do, do you see this sort of just change, like forever changing the relationship between artists and fans going forward in the music industry? Absolutely. That's actually what you just articulated is one of the reasons how I came up with this idea. Because I was sitting in my New York apartment, listening to a new artist and said, this person is going to be huge. I wish I could invest in them today. And it kind of hit me that that's not commercially available today. So why don't we actually build something for this? And it was an idea that I kicked around for a few years before actually implementing it. It's a exciting prospect. And I think a lot of artists who, as you said, are probably starting to get some traction now and maybe are looking for a way to get to the next level without going down the record label route might want to consider something like this. 
and maybe they're in the right sort of product market fit state that they can uh, take advantage of an opportunity like this. So let's talk about AmplifyX's launch process. Uh, how far away are you guys from setting this up and putting artists in a position where maybe they can work with you? So knock on wood, our FINRA approval hopefully will be coming in mid to late August. And about a week after that approval is when we're ready to hit go. We have a tentative launch date of August 29th with our first two to four artists. And that's when fans will, will most likely be able to actually invest into these. So you already have some artists waiting in the wings that are going to be your, your first cohort, if you will? Exactly. So we've had about 55 artists apply through, via the website, and we're in pretty deep conversations, just finishing up some of the contracts. I can't share any names today. Oh, that's going to be my next question. I'll, I will follow up with you. Please do. Over the next couple of weeks. I, I that would be, I, I'd love, maybe we can do something where we can kind of follow your first uh, in round, these first uh, investment vehicles that AmplifyX puts out. And, and cause I want to see what this looks like on the ground. I want to see mm -hmm. the relationship that these creators wind up getting with their fans slash investors mm -hmm. and see if it can have the tangible effect of moving these artists career forward by giving them the capital they need without giving up control, because that's the kind of stuff we love here at Break the Business. This is really cool. And listeners, if you want to learn more about it, you can check it out at www.amplifyx.com. And if you just Google search AmplifyX, you're going to find a lot of articles about this because there are a lot of folks talking about this platform right now, and rightfully so. Uh, Adam, this has been awesome. I've thoroughly enjoyed this. I, I, I think vehicles like this are the future of the industry, and it's, uh, it's an exciting one because I... I always embrace models that allow the artists to keep control and to uh, keep their intellectual property and to allow fans to have a greater sense of ownership and a greater sense of just connection with the artists they love. And so there's a lot to like about this. Let me ask you one last question before we sign off this week. Do you have any last tips to share with the indie artist listeners out there to help them move their careers forward? That's a great question. I would say that content is king to all the indie artists out there, where just making sure that you're filming everything and leveraging all these new platforms at your disposal, because it is so easy to go viral nowadays. And we're watching people explode on different platforms, whether it's TikTok, Instagram just launched Reels yesterday, Triller, et cetera. I think that just continuing to hone your craft and putting it out there and sharing it with people and making those meaningful connections is what I would recommend. Content is king indeed. One more time at that website, listeners, AmplifyX.com. Adam, thank you so much for joining us this week. Awesome. Thank you for having me, Ryan. And thank you all for listening to the Break the Business podcast. 